Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for Monday, November the 7th. Well, more job action from CUPE as Friday leads into today. It'll be day two that most kids are at home. Most kids are learning online or they're not learning at all online. We're back to where we once were, and we didn't think we'd be there again. So what does that do to change the mood in the room? Well, we talk about the mood in the room a fair bit in our 7 o'clock top hour segment right here on 640 Toronto. Where's this week going to go? If you've got a crystal ball, um, you still don't know. It's murky. Whatever that crystal ball is telling you, I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't count on it. This could be a very bizarre week because last week had twists and turns we didn't expect. On Monday, if I told you Friday would be Friday, last Monday, you wouldn't have believed it. But here we are on a new Monday. And I know more of the same, similar to the circumstances on Friday. Not any different. Not any different. There's obviously schools that are going to be giving um, asynchronous learning online. There's schools that are going to be giving you lessons online. There's schools that are not going to be doing that whatsoever. But the crux of the issue is there's still one union that's out on strike. There's still a judgment to come from the Ontario Labor Relations Board deeming whether or not that should be legal or illegal as the strike is deemed. And thousands of education workers walked off the job on Friday. And there's polling I want to get to in a minute or two based on those circumstances of what we saw on Friday. And at the same time, I'm not surprised at the poll results. I do wonder if those poll results are going to change around a week from now. I wonder if that ends up being the case. And I can't get a sense of the provincial temperature right now. I can't get a sense um, of who people approve in the. A lot of people are pitting it, saying, "Who do you support, QP or the Ford government?" Well, that that's a simple question, and sometimes it's better to keep the question simple. But at the same time, being disappointed with both is perfectly okay. And I documented this on Friday, and I got no problem telling you this before we get into the meat and potatoes, uh, meat and potatoes of where this is going. Um, there are clearly, clearly. Um, conversations and topics that are controversial that you're like, you're going to get some, you're not going to get unanimous approval. You're going to get opinions from other people who don't like your opinions and they judge you as a person. And they're like, I don't, it's not that I disagree with your principle on this particular issue. It's that you're a bad person. And I, and by the way, you being a bad person means I want this to happen to you and that to happen in, to you. And maybe you could try some uh, things that uh, well, I'm not even sure are anatomically possible with yourself over and over again. I get no hate similar to that that I get for people supporting education unions. I can't figure it out. I'm, I was told that it would occur if you even went to a both sides perspective on something like this, even if you thought logically even if you defended at public education, even if you said, I have everything I have because of public education, even if I said my parents taught for a combined 78 years, 78 years in public education in this province of Ontario, we never moved, could have taken other jobs, didn't want to. I'm so proud of what my parents accomplished in public education. But I'm telling you, I could talk about Roe v. Wade and reproductive rights. I could talk about the Middle East. I could talk about vaccination and and COVID policy. And nowhere, nowhere will I get, with none of those topics, will I get vile, 
language and threats like I do with people who support QP in this matter. I can't figure that out. I think that's really disappointing. But I'm, I shrug my shoulders and saying, it's not going to shake me. It's, I'm not going to waver from my perspective on this. I'm going to call out what I think is wrong about this. I'm going to lay a lot of the doorstep of the Ford government. I got a whole day to do that. They've overshot here. There's not a doubt in my mind that they've overshot with the notwithstanding clause. This was a massive political error, and we'll document that throughout the show. No question about it. Our text line, by the way, is 416-870-6400. I'd love to hear from parents today knowing how your day differs from Friday. Whether you've sort of planned for the long haul here and what those plans are that you've indeed made. But this is what we know this morning that was new, probably new from really yesterday afternoon on. And then I'll get to these poll results. Where we are at is QP is going to hold a news conference at 10 o'clock today. And the idea is, is that they've got multiple unions planning a mass Ontario-wide walkout to protest the Ford government. Now, there's two big questions here. 10 o'clock, we'll air this news conference today during Alex, uh, Alex's show, the Alex Pearson Show. But Colin DeMello, Amar Khan did some amazing digging on this. Their sources all say the same thing. Isaac Callen's in on this story as well. You can read it at globalnews.ca. And the idea caused chaos, disorder, disruption throughout the province of Ontario. Next Monday, they want a mass demonstration at Queen's Park Saturday, November 12th. That's next Saturday. They want a massive multi-sector strike on the 14th. That's a week from today. What does this do? Well, it applies to big pressure for the Ford government to pull back on Bill 28, which is what invoked the notwithstanding clause to impose a contract. QP has a new contract, by the way, right now. And there's an Ontario Labor Relations Board deeming whether or not it's a legal contract or not. But QP members, congratulations. You've, you've got a contract. Oh, it wasn't the one you wanted. It was one that was imposed on you by the Ford government. I don't know who's acting in good faith anymore. I, f- I have a feeling very few are because when things get personal, how much good faith can there be? You could have a divorce in your family or you could even be divorced yourself. And you know the difference between trying to settle things in good faith, you know, for the sake of good relations going forward, for the sake of children. And you also know that if you've experienced divorce, you know the difference between an amicable, amicable one and one filled with acrimony. Filled with hatred, filled with bile, filled with terrible feelings. Well, if we're going to talk about a labor dispute between the government and QP, where do you think this one's at? Amicable or far from it? Has it got uh, you know a good feel to it that it's just not going to work out, but you wish the best for the other party? Or it's pure and utter dislike, hatred, and disrespect. Where do you think it it stands? You know the answer, and so do I. Now, what that does to the public perspective on this, I don't know. But here are the poll results. So we're talking a massive general strike throughout the province. And we were even thinking yesterday, prepping for today's show, how many unions could that be? That isn't just education. Is that transit? Is that our industry? Is that TV and radio and, and newspapers? There's a lot of newspaper unions. There's a lot of newspapers that are unionized. My wife's in a union. She writes for the Globe and Mail. Does that mean they support this as well? I don't know where it all goes. 
Here's what I know. David Coletta uh, from Abacus Data put a poll out yesterday morning saying six in 10 Ontarians are blaming the Ford government for the ongoing labor dispute. 62% say the progressive conservative governments to blame for the school closures, closures caused by the job action. 68% say Ford's PCs are responsible for the ongoing situation. Those were two different questions. On the use of the notwithstanding clause, 50% think it was a bad idea. 36% approved of it. So understand that if, if we could you know, find 1,000 people, 360 people think, yeah, go after them, break them down. The notwithstanding clause is meant to do that. Of course it is. Among parents... And I don't think you should get uh, you just just get a say because you're a parent in this. I think everybody should get a say in terms of where this is going to go. Forty six percent don't think the close the the clause should have been invoked. Forty two percent think using it was a good idea. It's about a two to one blame level from the government to the uh, to the QP union itself. But watch that change going into next week. See if that alters going in a week later from now. 